Our first reading is from Psalms chapter 40, verses 1 to 4, and then 10 and 11. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. As for you, O Lord, you will not restrain your mercy from me. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. Psalms 40, 11b. Fantastic. You can all see me afterwards for a sticker. Very well done. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, in some ways, what, what is the point of all that? Well, it's really all about remembering that God will be with us and that he is faithful, that he does love us. We hear the psalmist talk in other places of real anguish and pain beyond anything that we can imagine, real sorrow that we hear. But then we hear this phrase crop up again and again in the Psalms. It's not just here, it happens again and again. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. Life is sometimes scary. Whether it's not knowing what the future holds, losing a relative or a friend, a loved one. Whether it's a relationship changing for the worse whether we're being bullied or being ignored or feeling that we just can't take any more stress and worry and that it's all just getting too much. Remember that verse and remember that God is always bigger than our fears, that he's always in control and that he is always by your side. An old story that I was reading about tells us of uh, a tribe. And they're a tribe that live right next to uh, big forests. And when the boys in this tribe got to about 11 years old, probably actually not far off Morgan's age, they were led with their fathers and with uh, the rest of the tribe out into the middle of the forest. And they were blindfolded so they didn't know where they were going. And when they got there, they were left there. Everyone else would leave. And it was their rite of passage that they would have to spend the whole night in the forest on their own to become a man. It was obviously very scary. You're in a forest at night. It's pitch black apart from whatever fire you might or might not be able to get going. There's the animal sounds around, the wind rustling through the trees, playing tricks with your mind. 
little glimmers of light you can detect off the, the back of the, the retinas of some unknown animal's eyes. And you do feel scared. You do feel alone. But what the boys didn't realize was, you know, as, as dark as it got, and as difficult as it got, as the night went on, it got darker. But we know that it's always darkest before the dawn. And when morning came and the dawn light comes up, the boys who had maybe managed to get a few minutes, maybe up to an hour's sleep, so tired, so scared, so worried about everything, so worried at what the dawn light might show as well, would open their eyes and would look up and they'd realize that their father had been there all night long in the tree right next to the small clearing where they were, that he hadn't left them at all. It wasn't a risk because he was their son. He wasn't just going to let them go into that much danger without any help. No matter how scary it got, their father was always there watching over them. And it's exactly the same with our Father in heaven. As the hymn just said, the Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. He is our shepherd. He's watching over you. And even if sometimes it doesn't feel like it, the Father will never leave you. He'll never leave his children alone. So have faith. Our next reading comes from John chapter 1 verses 35 to 42. The next day again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher. Where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him for that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. The interesting thing to take from this reading is that when Jesus called these men, they weren't just going for a day trip, as we all know. They went with Jesus from that day for three years and they spent most of the rest of their lives after this preaching the good news as well they weren't men without a care in the world just young free bachelors who could swan off and do whatever they wanted most of them had families and wives children they had jobs they had people to look after people who depended on them but when they heard the call of the Lord there was no other answer 
but I will follow you. It sounds really strange when we really think about it that these men would abandon their families as such to follow God. But I think it really tells us of where we should put God in our standings, in our life, how important he is. How strong their faith must have been to be able to do that. How many of us would actually be able to do that today if we had the call? It's not quite the same because we know that when Jesus comes again, we're all going to know about it this time. But if we were there at that time, would we have been able to leave our families behind like that and follow him? But it was that faith that paid off for them. It was that faith that brought them favour in the eyes of God, that led them to perform miracles and healings, that gave them the opportunity to hear divine teaching from the very mouth of the Lord and to have it explained to them so precisely. It's faith that won them that eternal life with the Father. Our final reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. Paul, called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus and our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints together with all those who in every place call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in him in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any gift, as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So we've thought about how we should trust in the Lord. We've thought about how God is faithful to us. God is faithful because he created us. Because he delivered us from our most difficult moments. We see it throughout the whole Bible. And he gave us his son. His only son. And the lyrics that I think it strikes so firmly home from that last song. Hands that flung stars into space to cruel nails surrendered. It's almost impossible to get our heads around, but God was faithful to us. He gave us his son to forgive our sins so that we can be reunited with him. So ultimately, what is our response? We're going to watch a short video now that's going to help us to think of just one response that we could have. Please use the link that you'll find in the description section of this podcast episode or search on YouTube for Chase God TV 
and the episode Do You Pray to find the video that I've mentioned. Keep faith, brothers and sisters, and remember that we do it all by his grace and for his glory.